and feathered swords sailing on the ocean waves. Whoa! The boat's getting rocked, but the captain's happy and brave. And from every war, and... a scurvy dogs. It be time for the Angry Goat Variety Show, says I. As always, I be joined by my murderous crew. Tom, Long John, Parrot Stuffing Pete, <laughs> and Panos D, who we be making walk the plank later. Arr! Arr! <laughs> And I be Jay, the angry goat. Bar! Bar! <laughs> and we kick off tonight with 2010 election. Oh, what a My clever, God. It's, yeah. Australia, in, in a united voice, says, well, actually, we've got no idea who we fucking want running us. Yeah, basically, it's uh, pretty much right down the middle as far as, you know, primary, you know, well, not primary votes, but, you know, after everything... It is, uh, yeah, no one really wants Labour or Liberal in there. I just find it hilarious that we couldn't make up our minds between essentially a blood nut mm-hmm. and uh, a guy who has an imaginary friend. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit offensive to uh, our Christian friends out there, but yes. Um... <laughs> oh, please. And it's not offensive to redheads? <laughs> the Fanta Pants of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean... You know, for fuck's sake, like, I, I can't actually, I I can't think of another occasion where we've had a hung parliament like we do at the moment. Not like this, no. I mean, and it has been a long time. Yeah. It's been, you know, many decades yeah. since that has happened at all. And, you know, basically the power is falling down now to um, a bunch of independent MPs who, weirdly enough, used to be part of the National Party, <laughs> yeah. who are part of the coalition of Liberal Party and National Party, the uh, right-wingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now they're actually, you know, they've left the National Party, most of them, with, um, like, you know, a fair bit of hatred for the Nationals. Um, yeah. you know, they've left with a pretty venomous kind of situation. And so it is actually interesting to see who they're going to choose. But both the major parties now are effectively, um, well, they're, they're, they're basically uh, doing whatever they can to woo these couple of independents. Yeah, yep. um, let's get them all like booze and hookers. Come on. You know. Well, that's it. So all of a sudden, it's like, um, you know, this one particular electorate in Queensland yep. means so much. And like, they get the hospital, they get this, they get that. Yeah. Um, Basically, in order to decide who runs the country. And yeah. it is effectively leaving... Um, I mean, it's giving people the, the message that, if, you know, in the next election, if you want good things for your own electorate, yeah. vote independent. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, you know, that's that's how you get it, apparently. Well, I mean, if nothing else, Brian Harradine, who, who used to basically hold every successive government to ransom as he ran um, Tasmania and mm. every time a vote that needed to go through I mean he was really famously the guy who basically held out for everything that he could to, to let the GST go through so, yeah. yeah yeah but Brian Harradine who's no longer in politics must be fucking kicking himself right about now no you know? shit man Jesus Christ if I'd stayed in for another what eight years I could have gotten Everything I'd ever fucking wanted for Tasmania. <laughs> like, 
We could have had theme parks. We could have had a fucking major, uh, like, international airport. It would have been a veritable candy land of, yeah, uh, you totally. know, of wonderful right. prizes. I want the streets paved with gold, eh? Done, you know? Yeah, sweet, sweet. Oh, yeah, look, it's it's awesome that Abbott came out and said, oh, well, you know, the, the Labour government's, like, lost its right to vote. It's like, no, it fucking hasn't. Nobody wanted you really kind of either. Like, No, no. I mean, like, not enough people, obviously. It's not like he's one in a landslide. Yeah, no. You know, okay, this is a pretty awful uh, loss for Labour. You know, basically, for just, you know, effectively going for a second term in government, it almost never happens that, um, you know... That that they get pantsed this badly. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. But still, you know, it does not mean that people want liberal. And that's, yeah, yeah. You know, that's and yet, I find it hilarious that this is one of the few times in Gillard's entire um, political life that she shut the fuck up. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's let's move along to something a little bit more fast-paced. Um, there's yeah, there's legal action at the moment uh, in the UK. Uh, a case has gone before the High Court to, to keep the identity of the Stig secret. Yes, this is a Stig from, uh, from Top, Gear. Top Gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's always wearing his helmet and no one knows who he is. Yeah, if if you've been under a rock for the last, like, 15 years... Um, the, it's been on that long. Oh, Top Gear's been going for about 20, but it's, it's only been okay. shown here in Australia for about five or six. Mm. But yes, if you've been under a rock... There's a there's a TV show. It's about cars. It's called Top Gear. They it's actually a, kind of funny, even if and in, entertaining, yeah. even if you're not into cars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, three guys effectively are the main hosts, and then they've got a, a racing driver who they let fucking flat ground in, in like all Whatever of the cars, yeah. usually all of the really cool supercars mm. um, thrashing the guts out of it around their track, and that racing driver is. Steve, he always appears in his um, racing yeah, his gear, with his, gear with, his, with his white helmet and his black visor. And of course, nobody knows who the fuck he is except for the three uh, presenters and a couple of the top executives at the BBC. Mm. And now, of course, HarperCollins is trying to release an autobiography, which would essentially you know, give up. We'd unmask the stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, okay, you're saying it's an autobiography? Yeah. So what, the stick is actually writing this? He's, he's written a book, um, and the plan, as far as I can gather, the plan from the stick, whoever the hell he is, mm. was that after he left the series on his own free will, yeah. he was going to, you know, publish and blah, 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 and that's why he submitted it. Yeah. And they're trying to release it early. And they're trying to release it early, which oh. would effectively end his career with the series, because the last the last guy who was the Stig was unmasked at one point and is no longer the Stig. Uh, it was the guy it was the guy after Schumacher, yeah. Because yeah. Schumacher was Schumacher was the Stig for the first couple of series and then and then, yeah, he sort of went, well, actually, I'm making more money in Formula One. See I'll you later. I phone up and got on my phone because I'm positive that a few days ago I looked up for an update and the stick had actually came forward and said, I'm telling to Right. He did it as a media release, so I think he wants this. I think he's pissed off, actually, at the way he's done it. 
big and say you're candy person. Right. He's also annoyed because the fact that he's anonymous and he's intimidated. None of the proceeds yeah. from all of the merchandise I've got. Yeah. And people actually buy more stick merchandise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, look, fuck. I've got the t-shirt saying I am the stick. Like, really? Yes, You've it was got a, that t-shirt. Yeah, yes, it was a gift, but I have it. Yeah, right. okay. I didn't see any VB. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, I don't drink VB and B. They drink Boston's there, man. It's <laughs> yeah, England. Yeah, wow. Well, so yeah. I didn't see any the equivalent. It's the equivalent, yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, please. I have a stick t-shirt to me since clips or which says... Oh god, really? No, no, I was, I was given it by my brother who, you know, I mean, you know, Christ, when I think Bogan, I don't think of my brother. Oh, no, no, I don't, I don't, but, um, it's on Yes. Okay. It's a Chad, not a Bogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, while, while Panos is fact-finding, and please, anything other than Wiki, um, we might move on, um... Here's, here's something that's guaranteed to have plenty of fucking jokes attached to it. <laughs> yep, it's nuns to host the annual New Jersey surfing contest. How many fucking penguin jokes are going to appear <laughs> about this one, you know? I just saw a penguin hanging ten, you know? <laughs> Forget the flying nun, we've got the surfing nun <laughs> now, yeah. This is fucking awesome. Basically, the, the, um, the, the original... Um, uh, the original idea basically surfaced about 60 years ago mm-hmm. when a bunch of surfers went down to a particular convent that is in Stone Harbour and basically said... It was a good patch of beach, yeah, right? And, was- and basically a bunch of hippies went down there one morning and said to the nuns, you know, Hey, um, can we, can we like, ride the waves, man? And, like, the nuns went... Yeah, all right. All right. And you know, now... Enjoy God's gift to you, you know? Yeah, exactly. And and um, I, I was reading up on this. Um, some of the some of the surfers actually taught some of the nuns how to surf. And, nice. And so there was this sort of, you know, I don't sharing... Do they go out there in their habit, though? Or, I, mean, uh, I, I, I believe it's that... It's like a wetsuit version of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see the, the groovy headgear that goes yeah. with that. But, but yes... Uh, a couple of the nuns sort of got together and decided that they were going to have a surf carnival. Yeah, that's it. It's the uh, Sister Servants of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. I'm reading that. Uh, they will launch, launch the 15th Nuns Beach Surf Invitation. Yeah. Um, so basically, that's it is... fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a mouthful. That really cool. But yeah, you know, it's... Um, yeah, yeah. The, for at least 15 years they've been having competitions yep the nuns have been putting this on yep and, so and great all proceeds go to the actual convent yeah to to, to keep the, the upkeep of the ground that's cool but like yeah it's the best way to do it forget having a bake sale have a surfing <laughs> yeah no shit that's a way to get the kids in man yeah totally but I want to know how many fucking nuns get up and, mm. and actually like you know compete yeah, you know, is there a special nuns section? Just like, you know, um, I, you know, I bet Sister Victoria can beat Sister Mary or whatever, you know. And at what point do they have, do they get to use divine intervention when yeah. they're pulling their trick? Maybe they're out there with the rosary beads while they're on the board. <laughs> Panos, do we have a Stig update? We have an update. Um, Stig wins court fight to reveal his identity. Name of top gear stunt driver has been revealed to the world. Um, as... 
Oh, it was Ben Collins. Yeah, Mr. Collins, top gear is including the racing draft for the past seven years. During all of our reviews, he was surprised at the event, like I said. Um, and yeah, but Mr. Justice Morgan refused to grant a temporary injunction blocking the publication of The Man in the White Suit. And the book will reach the shops in two weeks. But hey, hey. a successful appeal from the BBC. And a spokesman for the corporation, which is how it's written in the capital city. Yeah, it's yeah. Very, um, they, they don't really care about appearing evil. Said the Top Gear audience has always made it clear they enjoyed the mystery around the identity of the stick. The BBC thought it important to protect that anonymity. And today's judgment does not prevent the BBC from pursuing this matter. Well, the, it's interesting that you mentioned the corporation and, and them not wanting to appear evil. The, there was a guy whose name escapes me for the moment, but he's taken over the Beeb as of last year, who's named himself the Chief Controller. Nice. That's his official title. Is it like a he's not like, like, homage oh. to Ringo Starr? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is not like, you know, Ultimate Overlord or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but fuck me, it's not I far like off. Fat controller. <laughs> it's, it's fairly fucking Orwellian at the best of times. It is, it is. Um... Speaking a little bit more seriously and sort of moving away from nuns and stigs. Um, stigs and nuns. Stigs and nuns. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, I just got a <laughs> We weird... have none of that, thank you very much. <laughs> what was that you were saying Pretty earlier deep. about a bit of a mouthful? That's the <laughs> only time nuns will ever say that. <laughs> um, uh, again, there's been calls for world leaders to end world poverty. Yeah. Good yeah. luck with that. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Now it's it's interesting to note yeah. that that what was suggested is technically really feasible. I mean, I'm sure it looks fucking fantastic on paper. Mm. You know, the idea that a fraction of the world's military spending, you yep. know, you just cut that, you know, just a fraction off. Yep. And you could pretty much, you know, end and poverty. Interestingly enough, that one fraction was about a tenth. Okay. Which is perfectly doable. Mm. But yeah, that's not going to fucking happen. It's not, unfortunately. And it's, I mean, it's such a shame because, I mean, you know, we're 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 talking about, you know, effectively something that it, that should be preventable. You know, the amount of deaths globally that occur through, you know, things like malnutrition, diseases that in the Western mm. Hemisphere we never fucking worry about anymore. That's it. That's... You know. Um, Although I did hear that um, the Northern Territory, Darwin, has had its first cases of uh, dengue fever in like God. 60 years or something. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, but, you know, usually it's stuff yeah. that we don't have. And yeah, and let's face it, it's the tropics, so if it's going to happen anywhere in Australia, it's probably going to be somewhere like Darwin. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, overseas, people die of malaria, people die of, of fucking smallpox, whooping cough, you know, all that sort of <clears throat> shit. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... I mean, there, there is crazy statistics. I mean, there's some of them here. It's just like um, about a billion, one billion people around the world. Yep. Uh, you know, lack uh, access to adequate food. Yep. 2.6 billion people lack access to improved uh, sanitation. Yep. Um, and like almost 9 million children die before the age of five. Yep. So, you know, I mean, some pretty harsh statistics. But yeah, unfortunately, the world loves to blow itself up. And, um, well, you know, those Tomahawk cruise missiles and stealth fighters and shit, those fucking things aren't free. Yeah, I know, but it's not like you don't have enough already. I mean, (laughs) okay, I, to a degree, can understand smaller kind of countries that are coming up wanting to be able to have a bit more of a stake in the world, you know, politics, and they figure they can do that through gaining access to more weapons and stuff. 
Yeah. But if you're looking at, like, superpowers like America, mm. um, look, they have enough weapons to be able to do whatever the fuck they yep. want. Yep. And let's face it, the they Americans are only scared of one fucking enemy these days, and that's the Chinese. Hmm. You know, I mean, in terms of that great big stand-up fight where the whole world has to fucking tremor in fear, mm. the only fucking enemy that the, that the Americans are really shit scared of is the Chinese. Yeah, yeah, and that's you when know. they actually become, you know, enemies. As yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But, I mean, that's... I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, I mean uh, the look at, like, the conflicts that America is involved in at the moment, yeah. it's much more guerrilla warfare, yeah. small cell things, yeah. where they're not getting to use these super big weapons. Yeah, because fucking... And if they do, it's just to show that they've got them. Exactly, because, let's face it, them. the Taliban doesn't have a fucking air force. No. You know, and they never will. No, you know. no, they used American planes in 9-11. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but I, I find it interesting that, that um, this time it was the call for world leaders to, to, to you know, take a tenth of their defence budget. When so the uh, Millennium Development Goals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like? Where, for years, um, one of the larger criticisms about uh, global poverty has actually been directed towards the Vatican. Yeah, yeah. Which basically the, the, the massive that, riches that they have. Yeah, that if the Vatican took... And, and I mean, you know, this is only the Catholics. I mean, you know, the, the amount of money currently inve- invested in religion around the globe. Mm. But yeah, if the Vatican took half of, of what they had in their coffers and effectively gave it to the poorer nations of the planet, there goes poverty. Stamped out overnight. That's pretty much it, yeah. You know... It's a good leap as well from from military. I think they have the best rank. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, one of them. One yeah. of one of the better trained armies, and they use the term. They they don't use the term army. They use Is the like term security force. force. Security force. But, it's like the Japanese army. It's a self defense force. Uh, yeah, but effectively, we are talking about guys who who wear sort of military uniforms and carry you know fairly large guns. And their only job is to protect the Pope and Vatican City. Uh, a lot of them are ex-Swiss guards. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So um, they're hard son of the bitches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But, yeah, um, if you take the amount of money that's currently stashed in various religious coffers around the globe, mm-hmm. you're pretty much in poverty there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and yet, yeah, not even all the money. Like, half the money yeah, is the half, same, you know? yeah. Yep, and part of the basis of um, throwing into another topic, so I can just say this and we can move on. But Bill Gates' big billionaire drive of yeah to, to raise money because that's pretty much what his foundation is about: is ending poverty. Yeah, yep. yeah, and then and that was an amazing thing. Without like so many of the uh, yeah, so many of the world's richest people actually did donate a fair bit of their fortune. Yeah, they pledged half. They pledged half yeah. their fortune. Yeah. Know? Yep. Yeah. And yet it was interesting the amount that was going to be lost in terms of like admin costs and mm, bureaucracy you basically. Know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Meant that, that the entire gesture was essentially defunct. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess moving on to something that's yeah, a little let's, more Yeah, let's move on to something a little bit more entertaining. <laughs> in a story that <clears throat> pardon me, in a story that harks back uh in a way to the uh toilet brush lady. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, we have another one about a German man. Oh god! Oh who god! <laughs> was shot in the head with uh-huh. a twenty-two caliber bullet. Yep. And he didn't notice, except for a small pain at the time. He didn't notice 
until he found a lump on his head five years later. Yep. Now, for those of you who don't know anything about bullets, and I know Tom is part of this crowd. Pretty much, but the 22s are a light bullet, though. 20, 22, it's about the size of your little fingernail. It's not a huge bullet by any means, but hmm. still... It can kill people. I it mean, can and, kill and, people. And a shot to yeah. the head. And, and moving at a decent speed, you'd think that you'd notice... Um, police are, are suggesting that this one was a stray bullet from, say, a New Year's Eve celebration, that somebody was skylarking and this thing effectively fell. Yeah, went up in the air and then came down. And then and slapped this guy in the back of the head. How the hell did this guy not know he had a bullet in his head for <laughs> five years? I would have killed to have been a fly on the wall at the doctor's surgery for this one. Because, <laughs> yeah, you've got... You've got this guy going in and he's like, you know, I've, you know, doctor, I've got this fucking lump on the back of my head. And so they do x-rays and they're like, uh, you got shot. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't notice getting shot in the head. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you, have you felt any sort of large pains and have you heard a sort of a weird cracking noise? But wow. yeah, just five years. Five years. Around. Yeah. Had that, you know, had it kind of become part of his body to a certain degree? You know how, like, the yeah, total Russian yeah. calcified. And, yeah, uh, in the yeah. well, I mean, given that there's not a lot of skin, you know, mm. between your, your head and your skull, I imagine that it became sort of semi-calcified. Yeah, I mean, it obviously, yeah. it would have grown over, but, like, you know, yeah, it would yeah. probably calcified. And, yeah, nonetheless, they've they've had it removed. He's he's absolutely fine. I mean, there were there were no lasting sort of side I effects. I guess he hadn't been going through too many metal detectors or anything. <laughs> 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 it's like, you know, they get out the wand, like... <laughs> Head, you know? yeah, excuse me, sir. What the fuck is that? Uh, I don't know. It's my head. You know? Yeah, it's my head. Um, Do you have a metal plate in there? No. no. <laughs> Been shot in the head recently. Um, <laughs> actually, can we run some X-rays? Yeah. Oh uh, dear. And here's the subject that we don't do a lot of here. Um, death. Oh, a bit of death. Yeah, huh? just, just a touch just, of just death. Just for a change. This one's actually pretty cool. Uh, an interesting spin on death. Um, for, <laughs> a for, spin on death. Uh, yeah, yeah, the dumb ting. For, for 3500 bucks, you can now live on from beyond the groove <laughs> by having your ashes pressed into a record. That's awesome. Yeah, and fuck is, yeah. And is this a playable record? Is this this is a playable record? Can yeah. you choose what kind of music yes. you want to have? Yes, you can. It's like the, smooth jazz, a bit of metal. Yep. You know. Yep. Yeah. The, sweet. the the um the company that's that's um that's running this offer, they basically um they were horrified at, at I will survive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They were horrified at the fact that vinyl is is no longer a, a viable medium. Yeah, the decline in record sales yeah. was kind of yeah, um, and so they thought, well, hang on, it's it's not actually that difficult to press someone's ashes into a record. So why don't we offer that as part of a funeral? I mean, is that mixing it with other stuff? It's not just the ashes, right? It's, yeah, oh, it's it's you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. it's it's ashes and you know whatever else is fucking in there. But yeah, yeah. Um, they're saying the inspiration came from a desire to be immortal coupled with sadness at the decline in record sales <laughs> and music you can touch back yep yeah yep, exactly but That's, I mean I mean what what song would you be okay I've said I will survive but I mean was there any song how would that get past the I guess it's playing it privately I don't know no, it's still, it's, it's still, they'd probably pay a radio license I'm thinking back to the all part of music uh, uh, yeah. They would probably pay your license like a license. Okay. 
And in direct, okay, and that that would be included in the three thousand five hundred that it takes to uh, that it takes to press. Quite possibly. And Quite actually, possibly. Yeah, yeah. It actually says here that the ashes are pressed into thirty records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. just once. Yeah, so you yeah, can have, you yeah. Can have a collection. Yep, and it's. Uh, you, you mentioned Song earlier. Um, one of them for me would certainly be Puff the Magic Dragon. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the double manning of this particular sort of guys on that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, or, you know, ashes in the breeze. Yep. Dust yep. on the dust in, in the, the wind. wind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's actually a really cool one. Yeah. Thomas is the extended Well, I figure... Yeah, you know, here's one for you. I figure recently when we, you know, did one of these odd segments where we touched on death, because we don't really do that in this show... Um, we, we were talking about dudes being turned into pizza, effectively. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, now you've, now you've got a yeah, choice. I'm sweating know. to Jay's funeral volume. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, we could just be incredibly narcissistic and actually press Angry Goat variety show hey. episodes onto vinyl. There we go. And give them out to our friends, you know, or, you know, will it to our friends so they can actually listen to us bitching nice. about it and then talking about how we're going to do this. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I like the that leg- idea. The legacy. So yeah. <laughs> from this episode and the um, 1,000th episode. I don't think there's much longer. <laughs> <laughs> and the end of the lawyer talking. <laughs> and to Jay's mum we leave the episode about porn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh dear! And on that note, um, <laughs> yes. a man a man recently replaced his ex girlfriend with a custom made sex doll. That's right. Yep. He um, went to a, a particular specialist Italian yes. uh, sex doll factory. Yes. Store like designers. It's called Temptation. People who want to look it up. Yep. Um, told them that he he just said, "I just want her, but with bigger boobs." <laughs> <laughs> I love the the fact that the tits weren't big enough the first time around. <laughs> but he spent eighteen thousand bucks doing this. Wow, is that is that Australian? You know, or is that? Uh, um... I think that was US. But US. Don't quote me. Okay, yeah. All right, I won't quote. You. But, but um, yeah. Wow. But, I mean, yeah. and this is an ex. Uh, yes. I wonder how she feels about this. Well, probably pretty fucking creeped out as my That guess. would be so weird. And then, could you imagine if they ever actually got back together and then she sees a <laughs> version of herself sitting in the corner watching them? And does that, that, how that would just throw her into the mix as well? Does can that count as with cheating? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. You know, I mean, although- some, some people think masturbation is a form of cheating. Because if you're thinking about somebody else... I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I, I don't think that... Who are these people? Any I mean, reasonable people would think that, but there are people out there who consider Are, are these the nuns from the surfing thing that you're talking about? <laughs> well, that, that, that's a different form of cheating. You know, you're not cheating on them. You're cheating on, you know, your... God. You know, God. But it's, it's interesting to note, when I was researching the story, because, yes, I do research for these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily these sorts of things, but <laughs> he's for been the researching it for years. Whole, he's, looking, he's looking for the perfect sex doll. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting to note that 18 grand is actually fairly cheap. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. The, I mean... The real doll sex dolls retail for almost 40. They're about 35, 36. So how much saving have you got done so far? Uh, 17 bucks. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, so it's still a, a while ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, one of the 
while while reading through and and doing the research for this, um, one of the comments that comes up, regardless of which fucking sex doll uh, company you go through, Mm. is that there seems to be a bit of a problem with um, body temperature. E.g., they don't have any. Mm. And so how do you heat it up so it doesn't feel like you're having sex with a balloon? You know what? I actually haven't done research on that. <laughs> uh, um, I heard somewhere, like, I think it might have even been a comedy show, so God knows if it's true or not. But apparently, if you leave them in a hot bath for, like, half an hour or so, that actually brings their body temperature up to about... Oh, God. But, yeah. I don't oh. know. I mean, what kind of, like, crazy lonely people are going to spend, like, thirty-five dollars to $40,000 yeah. on a sex show? I mean... If you're that lonely, you can buy company yeah. for considerably less yeah, than that. Exactly. And you have to talk to you. Ah, <laughs> is that the problem? And I mean, not if you spend can... enough money, you can like, you know, uh, yeah. Look, to talk I want to a blonde. People. She has to have big tits, and if she says anything, I'm not paying a cent. Maybe yeah. that. Oh god. But I mean, the other, the yeah. other thing is that all of these sex dolls arrive in effectively a shipping crate. Mm. So it's yeah. a six foot something shipping crate, so massive wooden box, massive wooden box, and as you like, and yeah. as you and I were saying earlier, I mean, you know, yes, when you, when you get the big screen TV, it comes with the big screen TV box. Mm. So what the fuck do your neighbours think when you've got this massive fucking six foot something wooden crate? It's sitting a big outside like a co- your house. Co- uh, coffin sitting out the front yeah. of your house or something. <laughs> like, hey, what the hell is he doing? Yeah. Is he buying missile parts? Is yeah. he building a bomb? Should we be building a shelter? Yeah. Oh, dear. But there are, I mean, like, you know, I have read, I think I was on, like, Vice magazine or something like that. Um, there were people, you know, particularly in Japan, and once again, there are people all over the world, but particularly in Japan, it seems to have become... Um, weird subculture of people who actually are like fall in love with these sex dolls massively and shun human company completely I mean to have gotten one of these sex dolls in the first place they probably weren't getting too much human company yeah Yeah. but they shun human company completely and actually you've got to be be careful about um, a lot of the stuff the wacky stuff from Japan because I found out recently there's a whole element of Japanese culture based around doing something zany like and appearing completely out of your mind to the point where your entire family extended friends would go along with it like the guy who married the falling pillow that was all bullshit like uh, entirely so the rest of the world would go what the fuck like they love what the fuck basically so so Japan's just fucking with the rest of the world basically about 80% of the time well perhaps this is another one then because I in, in researching the story I read that um Effectively, these have become the new prostitutes in Japan. Yeah, but like to spend forty thousand dollars, that's taking what the fuck yeah, yeah, to but, a fair fucking but, you know point. But, but oh, yeah. that's that's my point. Somebody saying, is effectively renting these out for a cheaper price. Yeah, you okay. effectively hire it for an hour, and have your fun. This, uh, one of the dining Yeah, well, you 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 don't want to use. From that what I gather, you night. buy the. Because they've got the sort of the clip-on bits. Oh, really? <laughs> right. So you uh, buy the bit. Disposable box. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Choose your size. You buy the box. You rent the doll. They clip it together for you. You have your fun. You take the box with you. And then they throw the box away. <laughs> exactly. So you it's take the box with you. Put it home. Put it on your mantelpiece. <laughs> Remind you of that wonderful moment. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
God. Dash of this spunk in there too. So. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's. let's speaking, of, speaking of spunk, let's move on to strip clubs. To strip clubs, and my, oh man, I love this so much. A spinning searchlight on the roof of the Bombshells nightclub. Classy name. Yeah, and very apt in this particular case. Managed to blind the pilots of a Northwest Airlines jet. I think it was Southwest, wasn't it? Southwest, yes. yes. As it prepared to land on the <laughs> the Love the Field. Love Field Airport. I mean, it's a perfect name for the, the airport park. after they've been blinded by the strip. <laughs> <laughs> How prestigious is this? <laughs> but I, I had to love the the um, the comment from the actual club manager. Mm. And he's he's quoted as saying, "It gives people a landmark. If you listen to our radio ads, we say, look for the spotlight. It's just for publicity. It's not intended to hurt or harm anyone. It's just a light." <laughs> so he wasn't intentionally fucking with the <laughs> But the fact that he knows that he is, well, it means that the fucking advertising's working. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the uh, bombshells, the strip club, yes. has said that it will not turn the light back on until the FAA provides approval. But that's that's fantastic. I mean, it, it's just, it's that whole sort of, you know, big boob analogy, you know, look for the, look for the beacons, you know. <laughs> you know. Yes, yes, look for the headlights. Yeah, exactly. It's it's Benny Hill oh, at its finest. Once again, a new story Futurama's um, box searchlights. Yes. Um, yeah. Planes so that they can film it and use it. <laughs> when planes crash. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, uh, that's just brilliant. I mean, I, I almost want all strip clubs to have fucking searchlights now, <laughs> just so that we can have. I mean, you know, could you imagine? <laughs> no, but I mean, could you imagine, say... Um, well, you don't know where the closest strip club is, just look to the sky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, a Batman symbol. Yeah, no it's a porn symbol. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, places like Vegas and, and um, uh, fuck, half of Bangkok, for example. Yeah. You know, it's like, right, well, where are the hookers at? Uh, there. Yeah, good oak. You don't need lights to tell you where the hookers are. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, That's true. They're pretty much everywhere. Well, there's a fair few places, yeah. Um, And also, there are plenty of lights in the sky in Bangkok anyway. It's pretty much hard to... But do any of them have the international porn symbol? I don't even know what the international (laughs) porn symbol is. No, no, well, there is no international porn symbol, but look... (laughs) Given... Is it a guy hunched over, you know, with... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, basically humping his hand like a cricket ball. Yeah. Um, no, look, I you mean, hump a cricket ball. Dude. <laughs> Badly. The word would probably be that trucker um, muff muff of the. Oh, the huge tit. Yeah, but look, I mean, we we were saying earlier about the the stamping out world poverty. That's never going to happen. But let's take ten percent of everybody's defense budget and create the international porn symbol. Because that's something that's going to take us. That's how much it'll take. (laughs) It's going to take ten percent of the world's military budget. It'll have to cover, um, you know, all persuasions, both general and homo. Yeah, every fetish. Yes, yes. Every fetish, like morals aside. Yep. um, Yep. It'll. Yep. And it'll have race, color, creed, the works. Do it in a way that will not offend anyone. Exactly. Oh, I think that's where the billions will come from. Oh, well, no, that just... and that and I'll be running the inquest. So you know, fuck if I'm not stuffing my pockets with most of that, there's something horribly wrong. Yeah, we know what you're stuffing your pockets yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yes, your, your um, mention of taste and lack thereof and people's fetishes has just reminded me of a movie which I'm not sure whether I'm going to watch or not. Oh dear. It, no, no, it's actually a horror I'm film. I'm scared. It's a horror film, but it looks so oh. extreme. It's called The Human Centipede. I was about to guess that Yeah. Actually. It um, is about a weird, wacky doctor in Germany or somewhere um, who kidnaps people and then has a dream of making a human centipede by effectively sewing people from, like, you know, using the one, you know, gastric system of using, like, sewing oh, people mouth, mouth, mouth to us. <coughs> and this movie, he's apparently done it for, like, half the movie, and it's him, like, training them to walk around and then them trying to make an escape. And it looks so disgusting. But part of me is kind of tempted to see it just because it's got so much publicity as the most fucked up movie ever. But that's just being a bit of a horror movie fan. And I don't think I will see it because I'm not into torture porn in that, you know, in like Hostel and Saw and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently it's more of a thriller. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds pretty horrible. (laughs) Apparently it's actually a very dark comedy. Um, wow, it sounds like a really fucking dark yeah, comedy. you never forget the first scene where you see someone shit. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, yeah I think look, someone who's actually in my Yeah, look, let's, let's move on. Move okay. on. Move okay, on. back to the interna- <laughs> international porn symbol. International you- porn symbol. Okay, give us an idea, Jay. Oh, I, I figure, you know, the sort of the silhouette of somebody going down on somebody else. But, you know, that's that's just off the top of my head. Dear listener, um, uh, send drawings to our um, Facebook page. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Any <laughs> Photoshop of yeah, the Yeah, exactly. We, we want to see viewer... Uh, suggestions for or list of suggestions for the international porn symbol. Mm-hmm. You know, let's. The hunt is on. Th- <laughs> this is something that we can all get behind. <laughs> and you'd like to. Absolutely. Yes. And speaking of, of things that we can all get behind, or particularly we can in this show, yeah. there's been another goat attack. There has been, and this one was an extreme goat attack. Yeah, fuck yeah. This one had to be powered by Pepsi. Um. <laughs> This goat attack... Goat attack max. Yeah. Yeah. No sugar. Maximum attack. Um, This one went for an hour. An hour long goat attack. An hour long goat attack. It put the guy in hospital. Yep. An 88 year old man was attacked by his neighbor's goat for an hour. That's it, man. Yep. This, uh, this guy, Vestal Davis is yep. his name, of Colbert. Yep. Colbert, I'm not sure how you want to say it. It's a small city in northern Georgia. Called the emergency services after he was attacked. Yep. <laughs> the police report said that Mr. Davis stated that he went outside to his shop, looked up, and a goat charged at him, <laughs> knocking him to the ground. He stated that every time he moved to get up, the goat would attack him again. <laughs> it's like, that is one angry, angry, angry goat. Angry as fuck goat. That's awesome. And, I mean, you know, look, all I can say to, to it and goats that are disgruntled the world over, bam, 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 bam. I don't know, I was thinking more like, bam, bam, bam. Ah, yes, there you go. To put it more succinctly. Yes. You know, yes, yes, yeah. yes. But in any case, you know, fight them in the trenches, 
Fight them on the beaches, you know. Fight goats. them in northern Georgia. Yeah, fight <laughs> them in northern Georgia. Goats, unite. Your time is now. It's the rising of the age of goat. <laughs> now, that's a horror movie that I'd yeah. love to see. Well, you know? I mean, okay, there was one of them with sheep in it uh, called Black Sheep, which is effectively a zombie movie except with sheep instead of zombies. That's fucking awesome. It is so good. It's, 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 it's an awesome movie. It's actually. from, yeah, it's so good. It's from New Zealand and it's fucking. <laughs> of course. Yeah. They're taking the piss out of themselves yeah, completely. Nice. It does it's nice. It's pretty scary to Yeah, it, it is both hilarious and also really full on and scary at times. Okay. So, listen, there's a check out Black Sheep. around this door because I remember. Oh yeah, it was. It, it's good, and it basically, like I said, is a zombie movie, but with crazed sheep instead of zombies. That's it's awesome. Very so what we need is now that's that's goats instead of sheep. Yeah, exactly. You know? We need someone. We need a sequel. You know, yeah. like goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Angry goat. Angry goat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One of dear. these days, listeners, we will make the angry goat movie, and the world will never be the same. And by Christ, it'll have the shittiest budget ever. Yeah. And on that note. You've been listening to the Angry Goat Variety Show, where it is cool to be part of the herd. As always, I've been joined by Tom. Thanks, Tom. I thank you, Jay. And by Panos. Thanks, Panos. And Panos. And I was your host, Jay the Angry Goat. <laughs>